Yep, gotcha. I see you. Hi. Hey. hey how are you? I'm good. Hey, I'm now I get video, I get everything. <laughs> What's um, going on? I'm good. Just finished dinner. I, I was thought just I about would... to ask what time it is over there. It is 9 10. Okay. 21 10 in European. 21 10. Military European. So I um, I thought I'd drop drop a surprise military on you. Story? I I mean you know I I know European I I traveled on trains and <laughs> I was I was over there long enough to uh, it's more from ski bumming than the military. What the what the what a great American thing to say I know European that should be just the <laughs> yeah. sound bite the sound bite for the show. <laughs> you know European you know. That's right exactly. Uh, so I thought I would um, surprise attack you and bring my friend Sherwood. Oh, you didn't tell her. Because you're always a great conversationalist. And there's there's so much to talk about. Um, but the reason I'm calling, obviously, to start the conversation is uh, you're crushing it in the open. I didn't even know this. Like, I, I knew, obviously, I know everything about you. I know almost, uh, not sorry, not you in the open, in terms of participation, CrossFit, Reiki. I was like, well, I haven't started the open yet. <laughs> Are we, like, I, talking future is this coming out after the your first reputation floor? precedes you <laughs> yeah you have you have traditionally done fantastic at the open but no 279 people from crossfit reykjavik wow. participated in the open so there's just got to be something going on over there so that's, that's one of the things of, of many that i'd like to talk about and um i kind of want to lead with that because people know you so well i mean for so many years as an athlete but as an affiliate owner like this just speaks volumes it's the second most participating open uh or sorry affiliate in the open in the world What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I think um, we're, I think Icelandic people in general are like super competitive. So the open is perfect for us. It's, it's just one more competition that we get to do. We actually, we have a lot of like small competitions here. That's kind of how I got started in CrossFit. It's like, they're so open like, because there's super lightweight just go fast as hard as you can go and finish as fast as you can finish it. And not a lot of strategy that comes into play. It's just go, go, go. And we have like four, like a competition series, like four competitions like that every year. And a lot of our members compete in that. And then the open is, that's like where they get to compete in CrossFit because we don't have a lot of the lightweight crossfit competitions but that's where they get to i don't know play in their sport yeah i'm i'm curious i actually when she said that row i didn't even realize that i will fall into that exact same trap when i think of you in my head annie i solely think of a competitor period end of story <laughs> i don't i don't even associate you obviously with being an affiliate owner which is which is my fault because i'm so obsessed with tracking what's happening with the games how long have you had CrossFit Reykjavik? When did that start? Well, uh, I think CrossFit Reykjavik actually started 2009. Okay. Uh, I came into CrossFit Reykjavik 2011. End of okay. 2011, I came into CrossFit Reykjavik. And what's, what's it look like? after that. Spend it a lot. Tell, tell, uh, tell me this, just because, uh, so I get that. There's a lot of natural competitiveness. Um, and people are drawn to that. But with 279 people, it can't just be people who are looking to like kick ass and take names. There's got to be like, I know, I know that your mom and dad do the open, for example, but like, tell me, yeah. is, is it uh, the general population in your gym? Um, who, who else gets into it? And, and kind of like, what, what do you think appeals to them? 
Um, I think it depends on who it is, but we have a lot of different members that participate in the Open. Like you said, it's not just people that want to qualify for regionals. It's, I think people are super happy and excited with the new leaderboard that cross made, where they can compare themselves within their age group, within Europe, and then within maybe just the gym. And a lot of people are like, I know a lot of the younger guys, they're doing it because they want to show their friends that they're the best. So it becomes kind of like a competition within like these small groups. And then I think they get excited. Like we are doing the exact same workouts and it's that one chance in the year where we all get to kind of train together, which I think is very cool. We also have it. It is, we do a lot of open workouts leading up to the open. So we've had a lot of open workouts like going on now to get people a little bit excited about the open coming up. And they see that it's not, people are so afraid to compete, but the open, yes, it's a competition. And that's what makes it a little bit scary. But the open is just the workout of the day. It's just another CrossFit workout. So, so many people build it up into being this crazy thing that you're participating in. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to it and when they see it, like we have it as the workout of the day, always on Fridays. So after the workout comes out, it's the workout of the day. And everyone, all our members do the open. They don't all have to sign up. And of course, not nearly all of them do sign up. We right. encourage them to because then they kind of can track their scores from previous years and they can compare themselves a little bit and have even just a competition within uh, like within their friend group or with themselves to see the difference in previous years. And I always tell them that if you sign up, it makes you a little bit more committed hmm. and you're going to do just a little bit better in the workout because you know you're going to have to put your score in. And that's where people get their first toast of bar, their first pull up, their first muscle ups, because they're signed up and they want to be able to put that score down. How do you run it? Like, do, do you, you know, obviously I get to compete against the, the fittest on earth and like, but I don't have Matt Fraser in my gym, you know, like do, do, right. do you actually do the workouts in the gym? like at the same time that, that somebody like, like I, like my, my skill level would do it or how do you guys organize it? Like, how do you, how does it look like you in application? Well, we have a lot of classes during the day. So of course I'm not doing it with all the classes. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am at the gym. I usually do it around noon and then we have a lot of other classes going on, uh, or we have a few classes around that same time. But no, I don't do it at the same time. Well, I might be doing it at the same time as the class is doing it actually, but I don't do it start on the same time or mainly because I don't have the privilege of not having to have a perfect video and have right. a timer in my shot. So I don't want everyone else to be waiting while I get my stuff ready and set everything up. So no, I don't do it like start it at the same time as the class starts the workout. Sure. But yes, I'm on the floor and I'm doing it at the same time as a lot of my members are doing it. And right. it's so funny. I feel like they all get like upset. So yeah, we get like a little um, secret about what our score is and all of that because we don't post it on the leaderboard right away. 
But when my members ask me, <laughs> of course I tell them my score. Yeah. It seems like they're so curious because you haven't put the score in yet. It's like, how did you do in the workout? Are you doing it again? Now I know and who to like, call. That's a, that's a great point, though, because you're right. I mean, my video is not going to be reviewed. Rory's isn't going to be reviewed. But, yeah, yours better be absolutely perfect. Yep, that's a, that's a great point. I can see why you can't just throw down with the 5 p.m. class. Well, uh, no. yeah, we'll get to this in a second because um, really ex- I'm, I couldn't be more excited that we're coming up there for the Open. Um, but mm-hmm. paint, paint a picture for people um, because – uh, part of the reason that I reached out initially, and I talked, I've talked to 10 affiliate owners who had almost like 200-ish people participate in the Open last year. So it's been really interesting to hear the different ways that people slice it. Um, but draw a picture of CrossFit Reykjavik. I've heard that you guys can operate five classes simultaneously. Is that true? Really? Where did you hear that? <laughs> Never it's mind. 10. It's actually 10 classes. <laughs> yeah, come on. No, we don't have five classes at okay. the same time. <laughs> but but what do you do? Two classes? Is it like, because it's a massive space, right? Yeah, we have a big gym. It's in feet. It's 19,000 square feet. Okay, that's yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Square feet. Uh, but we run, we run two classes okay. at the same time. And then we have one more area where we can run the third class. But the normal classes, we have two, uh, two classes at the same time. And then we might have kids classes or beginners courses and so on going on in, a, in another room. Okay, so logistics so run- logistics not too intimidating for you guys. <laughs> no, it's, it's run. I think it's the perfect way to run a gym. But we have uh, classes going on every 30 minutes. So people have a lot to choose from, and that means that we we can spread spread it out. And I really like that we can have it's one like big open area, so that when you come to a gym and I might be going to the five thirty class, I meet all the people that are in the five o'clock class, and I meet all the people that are in the six o'clock class, and all the people that are in my class. So it's oh, kind of wow. I don't know. It creates this fun feeling and i i was worried when we went into this big space that we might lose like that community feeling and the cross spirit but oh my god i think it got better if something it's i feel like it's amazing there like i of course it's my gym and it's my baby so i think it's just amazing (laughs) but i feel like it's almost too good People hang out <laughs> for a really long time. <laughs> so they bring their kids. The kids go into babysitting or the kids go into a kid's class. And then they do the workout. And then they go to the stretching area. And everyone meets up. Like you have a separate area where people go after the class is over. That's where you can meet the people that, that were in the class before you and the people that were after you. And then we have a hot tub and a cold tub and a sauna where people can go in also. So people end up Fantastic. hanging out a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm curious because somebody can go lease a huge space. They can fill it with the best equipment in the world. They can have fantastic coaches and programming, but making it feel warm and inviting, like a family atmosphere and people wanting to stay and hang around after or show up early to mingle with their friends. I don't know. You know, affiliate owners want to know how, how does that do you create that? Does it happen from you and your coaches? Did it happen naturally? Was it a very intentional plan that you had? I mean, how do you develop? We could, anyone can make a gym, but how do you make a community? Uh, I would say that 
I don't want to say luck because it's a lot of good people that are passionate. And that's the weird thing about CrossFit that you guys know as well. It's people get obsessed. So we just have a lot of obsessed members. <laughs> that's a great way <laughs> to say it. We just have a lot of really passionate people. I was just talking to uh, one of my members today. We were like in the locker rooms getting ready. And she's in her 40s. And she was like, it's so amazing that I was just talking to my husband about it. We were on the way to the gym and exercising is all of a sudden so much fun. Like we're so excited to go and train. That's and awesome. that's so strange. <laughs> like she used to go to a global gym and train all the time, but it was just to train to get skinny. But now she's like, I am excited to go training. And that's my favorite part of the day is when I get to come to the gym. And I think that's something that good people, we have great members, but then we have incredible coaches that make people feel comfortable, that make people happy. And we realize that for so many people, this is their favorite part of the day. So it's important that we just celebrate it together, that we have fun together. And I think that's, that's what makes it so homey. I love training when we have three classes going on at the same time. And then I'm on the lifting platform and I just, I love having so many people around and watching everyone having fun doing CrossFit. I, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm super passionate about my gym. I love my gym. Well, that's, that's probably why it's so great. I was going to say, yeah, the proof is in the pudding. Um, I, I, we all, we all know, um, so much about Iceland. A lot of that can be attributed to you. Um, and it's a small country. So I figure, yeah. um, and, and it's a small country, but the second most participating gym in the open, 279 people, how many members, wow. like how many people come through the doors of Reykjavik, maybe on a day or like, if you know, total membership, I'm just interested to get an idea of the size. Well, we have in total, we have 1500 members, but wow. people that come through every day are One, around 1,500. Yeah. Dang. And people that come through the doors every day is. I, I think it's between uh, like 450 and 650 people a day. That's tremendous. <laughs> that is yeah. crazy. That, I mean, that's a, a, that's a significant. We don't, have, we don't have just members that buy a card and then don't show up. They show up all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I, I looked it up beforehand. I think the population of Iceland is 332,000. So you've got a decent chunk of the population <laughs> actually yeah. going to your gym at 1,500. That's impressive. All right, so we actually um, have a waiting list for the gym. We just capped it. Wow. Because 19,000 square feet is not enough. <laughs> wow. It's a little bit bigger, but there's no way we're leaving this place. We love it there. Okay. Um, I want to get to that in two seconds. Uh, first, I'm just curious. Uh, I imagine that there's some uh, passers through as well. Like, you know, Iceland's already a tourist destination. And CrossFitters, some of them have expendable cash. How much? How many people do you see coming just to visit on a consistent basis? Uh, you shouldn't ask me that. I don't have the numbers. Okay. Does it, exactly. happen, does it happen a lot though? I mean, it happens a lot. There's a few every day. Okay. That we get dropping in. Yeah. Okay. okay cool. So then let's move straight into um, this amazing space because I'm gonna. I, I actually wish I had it right in front of me. I want to read the post from CrossFit Reykjavik announcing 18.5 
and mm -hmm. it's pretty pretty uh, impressive stats. Suffice it to say that um, there'll be three daughters there, at least. Uh, amongst them, there'll be four CrossFit Games championships and many many podium finishes. What? Uh, how excited are you to finally have like this portion of the CrossFit Games come to your house? I am so excited about it. Seriously, I got so happy when I got the email asking if I was potentially in Iceland during this time. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is the year they're going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting and waiting. Yes. No, my members and just people that do CrossFit in Iceland have been asking me so often when we're going to get to have something here. Are we going to get invitationals here? Are we going to get the open here? Are we going to get regionals in Iceland? I'm like, all right, you're getting carried away. No, regionals <laughs> in Iceland. <laughs> but I've always been hoping that we would get the open here. I think it makes complete sense. And got super excited that we get to host the open here. And my members are so excited. Everyone's asking me for tickets. I'm like, I don't know anything yet. I'm not in charge of this event. <laughs> but so excited. I think it's going to be great. And also, this is Katrin's home gym when she's in Iceland. And Sarah has been there multiple times. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun for us to not travel for the Open. Yeah. We get to be home for the Open. Showcase. How amazing is that? Yeah, sleep in your own bed, be on your own schedule, your own time zone. It's going to be great. Well, we're going to have to do the Open in the middle of the night. But... Oh, right, right. Well, you know what? Couldn't, it couldn't be perfect. Sorry I didn't about even that. think about that. Wait, I know. so it's nine o'clock for you right now. It's one thirty for us. It's, it's going to be around one a.m. I think the announcement. <laughs> That's it's so, always something. That, that always so got to have some monkey wrench. It's so funny. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> wow. What a, okay. What a night. That'll be interesting. Um, Which means Rory, you will be awake as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, but my members, they're like. A few of them have said they're just going to call in sick for work the day after. And we'll, I'm like, all right. We can write, we'll write notes for them, like doctor's notes or you yeah, know, exactly. CrossFit excuse letters. Come in late. Wow. Well, I was, uh, I was thinking as we were, as we were approaching this, just cause you mentioned like PVs and, or PRs and, and, uh, first muscle ups, first whatever. And I think that we're far enough along where people, maybe some people never didn't get to enjoy your first CrossFit games like I did. And when I think about Probably you, so. I still think about that, that experience that you're talking about, somebody getting their first muscle up and the magic of seeing the, the fire in their eyes and stuff. We saw that in Aromas at the CrossFit games. And I don't know, I'm just sort of, I just kind of yeah. want to rehash that, rehash that memory with you. Cause I, I think some people were far enough along, like there's new people to the sport every year. I mean, in the, in the open alone, tens of thousands of new people who have never done CrossFit. So I think it's interesting. They may, ever, may never know that, Annie. That's very true. I don't think a lot of people know that me now going to the games this year is going to be my 10th year. That's insane. That's we crazy. Gotta, I got to tell you. I freaked out a little bit when I realized that. I freaked out a little bit when I realized I've been doing competing in CrossFit for longer than I did gymnastics. And everyone's like, what's your background? Like, what's your sport? Well, CrossFit is now. I, wow. I've done that for the longest of any sport I've ever been in. I was telling Rory as we're preparing for the interview and the show here that, again, I was guilty of something else because there's just some athletes that 
for lack of a better way to say it, I don't have to worry about anymore. Like, I, you know, that, not to put extra pressure on you, but I don't worry about... Do you worry about tra- me? I, I, like, you know, um, I don't track your stats as frequently because I, I just expect you to show up. Like, I don't, you know, I don't dive into any Thor's daughter that much, Ben Smith that much. I, I just know you're going to be fine. Ben Smith's going to be fine. I'll, I'll see you guys at regionals <laughs> or whatnot. But so then I started going through the stats just to have a couple, you know, and I was like talking to Rory. And I was like, holy smokes. Like, do you realize she's been on the podium five times? Do you realize, you know, like I'd, all these things. I just hadn't thought about in so long that I blew the dust off the stats. I mean, you have in in very short time from getting that first muscle up at in aromas, which doesn't seem that long ago. Now really fast forward to 2018, and it's I mean you have put together a resume and a career that is going to stand the test of time, no matter what you do for the for the rest of your time in CrossFit. I mean it is. I won't. It is. I mean, five times on the podium. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't read them all because he, he started to list these off. And, I, and then I looked, and we've got, like, our stats that are put together by our, our stats and ninjas, like a guy named Chad Schroeder. And you're not on top of every single one of these lists, but you're on every single one of these lists. Most CrossFit Games events contested. Uh, most CrossFit Games podium places. Most CrossFit Games top 10 finishes. Most CrossFit Game event wins. Most CrossFit Game event top fives. Most CrossFit Game event top tens. That's just that's just the short list. Your, right. na- your name's that on is. every single one of those. <laughs> I'm gonna keep ridiculous. on adding to the list. I'm not done yet. Well, Jeez. I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. What what's the plan? I, what I, t- t- this is a twofold question. What's the plan? And then what was up with Castro calling you out at uh, the Invitational? Oh my gosh, I freaked out a little bit when he did that. <laughs> was it was it real? Like was it or was he just kind of speculating? Um. If so, like two days before or something, I had asked him if he was changing the team concept from six people to four people. And he's like, you'll get to know when everyone gets to know. (laughs) He doesn't sound like like that. (laughs) He won't tell you anything. And I was like, well, it will be significantly cooler with four people. Like the team format will be a lot more fun with four people. And I'll, I would never consider going team with six people, but team with four people, I might actually even consider it. That's and cool. then he said that. <laughs> and for people that don't, for people that don't know, this was in the cool down show at the Invitational, and Dave said, "Andy, tell everybody about going team or so, something to that effect." And you're like, yeah, "Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, dude!" Before now, so we might see Andy going on a team <laughs> next year. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh I don't know." But honestly, I hadn't, like, I always do just one year at a time. I've learned that from the past that you can just, as a competitive athlete, you can only go one year at a time. And that was what I did last year. I thought that might be my last year, but you never know. And I've done that not saying that that year was any different than any other year. I've done that for the past four years that I've been competing ever since I got my back injury I've never like you never know what's gonna happen down the road but yeah after this year I was like all right now this year is done I need to make a decision am I doing another year as an individual or do I want to go on a team and I was like no I don't want to like I've always wanted to try to go on a team because I've never been in a team sport and it looks really fun and I always have fun at imitationals um, 
So I've always wanted to try it, but there was no way that I was going to do it with six people. I actually got like a little bit tempted with four people, but I don't know. Like you're not ready. I not yet. Not yet. And I'm in the best shape of my life. Like I, I can't believe that I still feel so good. I've never felt so good physically, mentally, as at the games uh, last year. So I'm not ready to stop competing as an individual yet. Like I can still get better. So I am for sure competing as an individual this year, and we'll see what next. But like I'm, I'm still on my way up, and I think. My goal is to win the CrossFit Games at least one more time. We'll see what happens, but at least one more time. Well, yeah. you could do it for, <laughs> for sure. And I've got a couple questions that are linked to what you just said. Uh, you, you you mentioned back that you know, that you got hurt. I believe it was in 2013 when I think you uh, injured your back. You said you're feeling yeah. great. So are we can we assume that you are perfectly healthy walking into this year's season? Okay. I am perfectly healthy walking into this year's season. Fantastic. And then second question is, that's healthy as far as I'm concerned, head to toe, you know, joints, spine, all that good stuff. But then, you know, everyone like me and the fans, we get to watch you guys throw down. But I don't, I don't understand because I'm not living your life. The pressure that I can only assume comes with you're a humble person but being Annie Thor's daughter being a two-time champion and just like I said earlier you're one of the athletes that I just expect certain things from <laughs> you know and I put that pressure on people and I don't know what it's like to feel that so year after year do you feel you know you're always smiling but do you feel the pressure do you ever feel just a burnout and you're like ah this is not fun anymore and if so how do you get out of that low point and back on to the smiling Annie that we all know Oh, those are some deep questions. <laughs> <laughs> I got some really long ass answers for those because we could dig really deep into there. But of like, I'm not going to lie and say that I always feel amazing and I'm always super excited to go train. But to be perfectly honest, most of the time, I still get butterflies in my stomach on my way to training. I... Honestly, I would not be doing this if I didn't enjoy it this much. Like, sure. I, yeah, I, w I wouldn't keep on competing if I didn't. I think the hardest things that I've gone through in my competitive career is when I hurt my back. Because then I felt like I couldn't trust my body the same way as I did before. And then when I got the heat stroke in 2015, that was probably... The most difficult thing that I've ever gone through because my head was there and ready to go, but my body really just couldn't work anymore. And I, those are like the ones that's hard to get back from and it, you need to find your motivation a little bit again, but I've always been able to find, I have different motivations for most of the years that I've gone through. I find, I find the fire and the drive somewhere. It's always about me becoming a better version of myself. And in many cases, it's being a good role model. And I do realize that I get to I get to affect other people. And I get to affect them in a positive way. I, I 
yeah, they get excited about training. They, I get to share my journey with my members and not only my members, also people that follow me and have supported me throughout the years. A lot of people that have gone through back injuries, those are the people that got me through my back injury because mm-hmm. I, it's kind of, you get that community feeling and the things that you get through, like the community and CrossFit kind of gets you through it because all of them have gone through something similar, if that makes sense. Yep. And I think the hardest, the only times where I do not feel like going training is when I'm hurt, if I'm injured or I'm hurting too much, because then it's not fun to train because then it, then I can't do everything that's on my programming. So I think having gone through those experiences, that makes me so grateful that when I'm healthy, I am just so happy and excited to train. It sounds maybe super weird, but if I feel good, then I'm super excited to hit that workout. Doesn't matter what's on there, I see it, I know what's gonna hurt, but I am so excited to do that because I am not changing anything. I can squat full full way down, my knees aren't hurting, my shoulders aren't hurting, my back isn't hurting, then I am excited to go and hit that workout really hard. So I think those are those are the only days where it's actually hard to get get to training and go through training. And those are the days where you need the support around you the most. That's where Frederick comes into play and Yami comes into play. And I have amazing physios that work with me and my training partners. And sure. that, it's those people that pull you up. But every other day, I would like to be the person that pulls them up. Now, I got one more question, Ro, then I'll let, uh, let you jump in. I'm curious. I mentioned pressure and, you know, that you, you athletes have far more than I could ever realize from competing in the spotlight and, you know, People like myself and Tommy, they're saying good things or bad things in various programs about people. Do you, when the Open starts, and of course the Open is critically important because without a good Open performance, you don't make it to regionals. Do you, are you leaderboarding? Do you not want to ever check the leaderboard at all? Do you get wrapped up in that nonsense? I mean, how do you keep your sanity through (laughs) the Open? Um, Well, I'm going to say in the my goal is to win the CrossFit Games. And if I freak out about the Open, I probably shouldn't even have the goal to win the Games. Great point. <laughs> um, great point. But, of course, I look at the leaderboard. I'm competitive. And I will Still always human. be competitive. And I would also not be able to win the CrossFit Games if I would not even think about what's on the leaderboard. Because it matters. I need to qualify. However, it doesn't really matter where you qualify. So I'm going to, every time the open workout comes out, I'm going to hit it as hard as I can the day after. And I look at that as great practice to, at the games, you only get that one shot to hit the workout really hard. Um, If something goes wrong, then yes, of course, I might do it again. But most of of the time, I only hit that one time, make sure that I do it properly. Because then I'm not going to get too wrapped up in, should I do it again? Should I not? And then it's going to affect the rest of my training throughout the Open. And I would really like to keep on getting 
solid training throughout the open so that I'm going to be more ready when I have to be ready, which is at regionals and then at the games. But I think, I think that's the most important thing that I, I can kind of stick to my own plan and my own training a little bit. But of course I look at the leaderboard and I enjoy beating the other girls and the workouts. And when I see someone do really good, I'm like, damn it, I didn't <laughs> gotten that score. <laughs> well, that's what makes you a two time champ. And that's what, you know, makes you in the running to win the thing again. And that's, I mean, that makes perfect sense. So, social media is so sneaky though. Like I, I noticed like in, in following you on Instagram, you'll seldom be like, Hey, here's this great result that I had or whatever, because you know, it, it can be fleeting and, and, but your, your performances speak for themselves. So I was, I always laugh. I'm, I'm one of those people who does get, does get caught up in it. You know, like I'll check Adrian's <laughs> scores every day and I'm like, you know, it should, shouldn't matter. But, um, uh, I, I, um, I've got some less deep and meaningful questions for you and they can be somewhat rapid fire. And I, I recognize the fact that we kind of hijacked your night. So I hope you don't mind True, answering yeah, a couple more yeah. questions. Oh, no worries. This okay. is fun. Awesome. Um, first one is new regional format. It's, um, you know, I, uh, Europe in particular, I think finally got opened up by adding, um, some addition, uh, two additional regions and then splitting the Meridian and, and Northern Europe. But what are your thoughts on it? Winners, losers, and, and, uh, overall. Not, sorry, uh, not, not winners of the competition, but like who wins in this scenario? What, what do you like about it? And is there anything you don't like? Well, I think it's about time that yeah. this happened for mm -hmm. sure. On the male side, I think it's going to make a big difference. It opens up a lot, especially on the male side for, for, both, for both places. On the female side, obviously, it makes a big difference too because we, I'm going to say, we have the most competitive region out there. And I've felt in the previous two years, at least, that we've had more girls that are definitely deserving of going to the CrossFit Games. They're good enough to be there. So I think that's exciting. However, exactly where it's split, we're going to have about the same girls qualifying uh, right. in my region. The only girl that qualified for the CrossFit Games that's going to another region is Jamie Green. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to have me, you're going to have Sarah, you're going to have Sam, and you're going to have Kristen Holte, you're going to have Thierry. So I think we got the five spots right there. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's going to be tough. Of course, you never know. Like, you're, it's so strong that one mistake, like, you can't really afford making one big mistake. Uh, so you have to be on top of your game when it comes to regionals. But we're going to have about the same girls qualifying from my region as before. However, on the other side, we're going to have more girls obviously representing Europe, but it's not going to be from my region. Okay. Yeah. And, we and kind of split it up just like Iceland and then the rest the, of The Europe. problem is that no matter where you put Iceland, it, skew, it tilts the scales. You know, so <laughs> if you went off of competitiveness alone, it, it, the scales are completely tilted. That's why I thought we did a couple of shows on, on the split in uh, the past couple of days. And you have yeah. to take a lot of things into account, like the percentage of growth. Uh, and, and by the way, Europe's killing all this stuff in terms of growth rate of both affiliates and participation in the open. Like it's going gangbusters, but you have to sort of do it on that. And one of those reasons is because people move like catcher moves to Boston. Yeah. Um, you know, Sarah went to the States last year, so you can't necessarily just do it based on competitiveness, but uh, otherwise you're right. Like no matter where you put Iceland in the world, it's like all of a sudden it, it tilts the scales, especially the women's competition. 
Um, on the female side, I do think it's going to actually be really hard to qualify also for regionals this year because now I think we only have right. like 20 spots in like certain like because you split up for qualifying for regionals and we're also in a really competitive place to qualify for regionals so people are gonna a lot of people are gonna have to be on top of their game just to qualify hey it could, could be worse you could be in Canada West where you only get five qualifying spots to the regionals that's true hey, ouch that's true. <laughs> um, crazy little right. scary you definitely don't want to be sick yeah. for one of those weekends then yeah, exactly um okay with all your um uh, years of experience and having seen every single venue that we've ever been at. Uh, tell me what you liked and didn't like about Madison. Ooh. Um, I love Madison. Me too. I, yeah, I, I think it was amazing. I'm, I'm super happy that we're going to be there again. I think, yeah, we might have been really lucky with the weather. Like, I love <laughs> that it was cold. I really <laughs> appreciate that. You're used to the cold. Yeah, I love that it actually started raining. I thought it was hilarious that people were complaining that it was cold when we we're on the obstacle course. Um, <laughs> no, I I really enjoy being at that venue. I thought it was really fun uh, to have that dome feeling in the inside venue. I really love competing there. I thought it was awesome to have that grass field as well and I've been looking at that I've been watching the shows as well wait they showed them aired them on TV here in Iceland oh the, sweet oh, yeah they got international awesome. distribution that's right yeah so I've been watching those and seeing the footage it looks amazing like with the grass outside yeah. as well like it looks really cool what I think is better there than in LA is that we have an inside warm-up area mm. And I think that made the biggest difference for me, at least this year. I didn't feel like it was too much test of who can handle the sun and the heat, but it was more just a pure test of fitness. And then you got to go inside and you got to try to recover as well as you could. And the fact that the coaches were inside as well, so you didn't have to. So in LA, we had to, we had the warm up area outside. And then we had inside tent area, but our coaches couldn't be there with us. And I like like hanging out with my coaches and my physio and everything. So I really like that we could all be together inside. And that was probably the best thing for me uh, in Madison. Cool. What, what did you What did you miss about LA, if anything? Was there anything you missed about uh, being? You have person? to miss the tennis stadium a little bit. Yeah. Like the tennis stadium is is pretty sick there i it's just so hard to compare it though because i think the i don't know if you could call it a tennis stadium where we're inside in madison i thought that one was amazing as well and it gave you kind of that same feel as a tennis stadium in la but it was uh, I don't want to say that I missed the sun, but it just looked really <laughs> cool with like the sun setting and being outside in the tennis stadium. I know what you, you know mean. what I mean, I right? know what you mean, yeah, for sure. The, the evening, the <laughs> night events, the tennis stadium were pretty darn cool. Yeah. They were really, really cool. Yeah. Um, How did it feel after, you know, the last few years to make it back onto the podium in 2017? Uh, it's hard to describe how that felt. Um, 
so happy like so happy not not just the fact that I made it to the podium again but more that I actually felt like I did what I was capable of like finishing the competition the most important thing for me is knowing that I gave it everything I got on every single event and that I didn't make any like big mistakes. Mm -hmm. 2015 was like the most devastating year because I had to withdraw from the CrossFit Games. Um, 2016, to be honest, like I was a little bit miserable the whole year competing because I was terrified that I was going to get a heat stroke again. And I came out almost every single event with a feeling that I could have gone faster. And that's one of the worst feeling as a competitor is leaving the event and feeling like you had quite a lot still to give. And I just, I just didn't, I just wasn't me that week. Playing it very safe. I played it really safe. And I remember being on the floor and doing like burpees in one of the final events. And I was thinking like, wow, can't it be the time cap already? (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy, right? (laughs) Right. That's not normal for you. So that was, it was, it was a really weird year for me. And I did not demonstrate how really freaking fit I was that year. Cause I was in a really good shape 2015 and I was in an even better shape 2016. And I was, I would say I was in a shape to be able to win the CrossFit Games both of those years. But I finished them both with like a disappointment and knowing that I had so much more to give. So this year or last year, it was, I know a lot of people had kind of written me out as that I wasn't good enough anymore, that I just didn't have it anymore. The other girls were just better and maybe I was in the game for a little bit too long and gotten a little bit too old or whatever. But I just knew from previous years that I was definitely fit enough. I just had not performed to my levels. So finishing on the podium this year, yes, of course, I love getting onto the podium again. But also just that feeling that I was like, screw you guys. I thought I was done. (laughs) Well, I I will tell you that I didn't give you enough credit going into 2017. I I will absolutely say that. And I will also say I interview a lot of people. And thank you. I love your honesty in the response to those questions. It's 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 obviously from the heart and it's real. And that's it's fantastic. Now, I'm I'm a fan. It's great. You should give hey. uh, you got to send Pat a signed picture of you on the podium, just both fingers, both middle fingers in the air. It's like a like, like a rap oh, star. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is funny, though. I like I, of course, watch some of the update shows and stuff because it's just fun. And I always think it's so fun when you guys are like speculating who's going to place where and who's going to win. I'm always like. <laughs> Dude, you're not picking me. What's wrong with you? Hey, my picks this year is the only good one that I made was you. <laughs> I did. I get some mean text I think, messages from I think some athletes. I was, I was like one for <laughs> ten. Um, so just before, in, in closing, I want to I want to come full circle and, and uh, kind of uh, bring it back to the open because and keep it time relevant. 
Uh, do you have, can you isolate one favorite memory from all of your time participating in the World Wide Open? Ooh. Damn, you should have sent me that question beforehand. Or it, could, it could just be, oh. I just thought of it. Um, lightning struck my brain. Um, it was like, I have to. Uh... And it could be a feeling. It doesn't have to be a specific memory, you know? I like it's, that it's definitely not. I can, I can give you one of my least favorite memories. Sure, I'll take that. Please, yes. Probably a better story. <laughs> it was the open announcement. Um, and where is it? San Francisco. Where is me? Um, Rich Sam, Rich Browning. It was Jason Kaliba and Graham Holmberg. So we have five winners. Yes. And I had just sprained my knee the week before. And then they announced it was thrusters and burpees. And I'm like, I don't want to swear right now, but <laughs> I have it through my mind. Like, I cannot squat below parallel. So I have, like, numbing bandages on my knees and oh. wrapping my knees up. I'm like, all right, I got to do this. And I was able to do it. I didn't really feel it that much during the workout. I completely numbed my knee out. But I'm also not really known for being the best at lightweight thrusters and burpees. And I just saw Sam hammering it <laughs> next to me. And I'm like, don't get carried away. Just don't look at it. Don't get carried away. <laughs> and it was just so miserable seeing all of them finish. I'm like, you just have to finish the workout. Just finish the workout. It's not going to be call time because it wasn't an AMRAP or anything. It was like that poor time. Right. And we had to move the bar every single time. And I just saw them all moving their barbells. <laughs> so that was definitely one of my least favorite memories. That's the I think stuff we don't of, know watching. That's awesome. <laughs> I think one of my favorite memories is probably um, the snatch, uh, snatch burpee workout when we had the combined burpee and the snatch workout together. Because the burpees by themselves, I hated. The snatch by itself, I loved. And then it was a quite a big surprise how how fun it was when we actually combined those two workouts together. And I had gotten better, obviously stronger at my snatches, better at my burpees. So I felt like, I don't know, all of a sudden with adding the burpees in there, I had also gotten better at my snatches. So it's it's fun for me too, to see how I changed through the open uh, throughout the years and get better at the open because we get to test some of the same workouts again. So that's probably that's probably one of my favorite, favorite events. I love it. And uh, this is a, a uh... A compliment to you, not a jab at anybody else, but the fact that you would do that with a uh, not 100% knee and <laughs> having to travel. A lot of people these days, I'm like, what do you mean you're not going to come? Like, what do you mean you're not going to participate? What do you mean you're not going to go to this thing? And like, you know, I know that the sport's changing, the game's changing, but I respect the hell out of people who just like like to put on a show Old for fans school, man. and they, they're gritty and, and they do it. And uh, nobody represents that better than you. Um, Thank you for letting us trick you into a long conversation when I told you that it was like <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> My pleasure. This was awesome. Thank you for getting all these memories again. Yeah, it's fun. Absolutely. And uh, if not before, we will see you at 18.5 at CrossFit Reykjavik. I can't wait. Yeah. Have yes. a good night out there. Yeah, you guys here. Thank you, sister. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.